Welcome to the Fretzelmania Podcast, Wrestlemania Predictions Edition. I am your host, Mr. Fretz. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Legendary JF. You can find this podcast, F-R-E-T-Z-L-E Mania, on on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, and here on Anchor.fm slash Fretzelmania. Wrestlemania is three days away. And that only means one thing, Pretzelmania as well, because Fretzel's Pretzels will be making an appearance at my Wrestlemania party, which is by myself in my apartment. <laughs> so, the granddaddy of them all, this card is stacked. It's going to be a long show, but I have no problem with that because, you know, I've watched the past three or four Wrestle Kingdoms. I've watched every Mania up to this point, and last year's was was kind of a long show. The Royal Rumble was kind of drug on a little bit, but I don't care because I love professional wrestling and I just sit down and enjoy myself. So I'm just going to start predicting the show right away here because I have a lot of things to do today and I'm just going to work until WrestleMania on Sunday. Starting off with the Women's Battle Royal in the kickoff show. With every woman on the roster that's not in the tag match, that's not in the main event, there's only one winner here. It has to be Asuka. Because, you know, WWE did her dirty with that whole thing on SmackDown when she lost the title to Charlotte. So the main event can have winner take all. Unnecessary, stupid, and did I mention stupid? Yeah. And there's a lot of women in here that Asuka could have conceivably had a good match with, you know, Sonya Deville, Nikki Cross, like Mickey James. Uh, you could have had her have a title defense against somebody here. You just waited to the last minute. You, you done goofed, WWE. You done goofed. Speaking of which, we have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal that has those two goofs from Saturday Night Live in it. They do the weekend update. Last time I watched Weekend Update, Norm MacDonald was doing the, the weekend update. So that shows you uh, a bit of my age here as well. And well, the last time I watched Saturday Night Live, uh, Will Ferrell was still on. Last time it was good too. So one of two things is going to happen. Braun Strowman is going to win. Or Kurt Hawkins is going to insert himself into this match because maybe their proposed tag team title match with the Revival to get pushed to Monday Night Raw. And I see Yost and Che distracting Strowman and somehow a bunch of people gang up on Braun to eliminate him. And then eventually Kurt Hawkins wins the match and finally gets his big win back. Then he wins the tag titles and then he goes on a bit of a streak. After losing like, what, 270 matches in a row? Yeah. So either Braun or Hawkins, but I'm reading the the participants here for the battle royal and hawkins is nowhere to be found so maybe he's inserted in there somehow the cruiserweight title on the line with buddy murphy defending against tony nice you know of course nice won the the number one contender tournament that's been dominating the 205 live tapings throughout february and march defeating cedric alexander in the finals you know cedric of course won the title and the tournament last year at wrestlemania after the title was vacated by Enzo Amore getting fired. 
So I'm sorry I had to remind everybody of that. So I think that Tony Nice, he has the crowd on his side because I think he's from the New York, New Jersey area. So, excuse me. Nice is going to get the title here. You know, Buddy has had it long enough. He had his hometown win in Australia. So it's time it's time for a change on 205 Live. And with proposed names like maybe Gargano coming up to the division, you know, Nice could have some great rivals to defend his title against. Next, we have Roman Reigns against Drew McIntyre. Now, th- this is a match where, okay, I th- right away I'm saying Roman's winning. He's getting his heat back. He's getting his win back because Drew's just been so dastardly and conniving, just attacking him and saying, you should have stayed down, you should have stayed away, all this stuff. And this is a situation where I think that Drew losing this match will not hurt him because he's just cascading up the card up to the, the main event picture and losing to to the main event, Roman Reigns, I don't think we'll hurt him because both of these guys are going to be gunning for that title at the same time. So it's going to be uh, going to be rather interesting once we get to the universal title match. Uh, but before we get there, we have the women's tag team titles with the Boston Hugs connection defending against Beth Phoenix and Natalia, the Divas of Doom, versus Nia Jackson Tamina, the Samoan Slaughterhouse, which is, nope, I'm not making that joke. I'm sorry, John, but I'm not making that joke. <clears throat> Versus the Iconics. Now, as much as I want to see the Iconics win the titles here, I think Sasha Banks and Bailey are going to retain because of that uh, that moment at the end of the show we're going to get with the four horsewomen. So, but I think they're going to put they're going to put on a good match. It's awesome to see you know Beth Phoenix come out of retirement. She's been looking phenomenal in her past couple matches on Raw, and yeah, it's a nice throwback to see her back. I hope she gets. At least a bit of a run, unless this was just you know to get her on WrestleMania and then she can then she goes back home to, to Edge. Either way, it, it's awesome to see, and I hope that she gets a, has a good showing here. And that yeah, this this could this could be a very good match because all these women, well except for Nia Jackson Tamina, are actually you know they're they're very very talented. The Iconics, they're they're coming along, you know, they're still pretty green in the ring, you know, although Peyton Royce had a amazing showing in this uh NXT women's fatal four-way match, I think it was a couple of years ago at one of the takeovers. So they're they're better than they than people give them credit for. So Sasha Banks and Bailey. Moving on to the SmackDown tag team titles with the Usos defending against Nakarusev versus the bar versus Alistair Black and Ricochet. First off, holy crap how far Nakamura has gone down the card. This time last year he was he had won the Rumble and was challenging AJ Styles for the WWE title. We got the match. It was nowhere near, you know, Wrestle Kingdom worthy, but it was still a very good match. Then he went on to lose several times after that and collectively piss off the WWE universe, including myself being a big Nakamura fan. So, I don't see Nakarusev winning this. Uh, I think it's going to be Aleister Black and Ricochet. But please, for the love of God, WWE, get rid of that creaking sound during Aleister Black's entrance theme. It's so 
<clears throat> excuse me, it's so off-putting. It's so cringy. It's, ugh. Right, come on. This isn't Saturday Morning Slam, guys. Let's go here. So Black and Ricochet, I think you're going to get the titles here. Unofficially kicking off their their main roster stay, despite the fact they've been competing on both NXT and SmackDown and Raw for the past couple of months. Um, you know, they're, they're not going to win the, the NXT tag titles at TakeOver New York. So I think this will be their, their crowning moment and then have a good run with the titles. And I hope that they have a feud with each other after they lose the titles because Black and Ricochet in the ring together. Uh, someone check on Kate Murphy after I said that. Like, my goodness, that match would just be mwah, magnifique. United States title on the line. Now, this match is still up in the air between Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio because, you know, unfortunately, Rey took uh, took an ankle injury, took an awkward landing after, you know, backflipping out of a Baron Corbin reversal during their match on Raw. Just just a freak accident, just an unfortunate landing. So Rey Mysterio, pray hands, positive vibes that he's actually going to be able to compete. Because I see Samoa Joe retaining this. And there is one factor in this match. And that factor's name is Dominic. The the son of Rey Mysterio. Or, depending on who you believe, from the Eddie Guerrero custody match. I'm sorry. Um, I'm your puppy. So Dominic, I think, is going to play a factor into this match. And this might eventually lead into a Dominic heel turn. Uh because allegedly Dominic is training to be a pro wrestler. I don't know how uh, how far into his training he is or if he's actually ring ready or not. But if we eventually get a father-son feud, all right, I'm all for it. Bring it on. Samoa Joe retains. Intercontinental title on the line. Bobby Lashley versus Demon Finn Balor. Do I even need to say it? Balor is going to squash Bobby Lashley and hopefully... Bobby Lashley fades into obscurity and cascades all the way down to uh, to main event. And not the main event. I'm talking about main event, the TV show that still airs on on Sportsnet up here. Because uh, Bobby Lashley is is just so boring, uncharismatic, untalented. Uh, the, the only thing he has going for him is Leo Rush. And Leo Rush is pure cringe. He's annoying. I'll take Rush as, t- as Cruiserweight champ. Because he is just amazing in the ring. But that, that pairing has been nothing but cringe. So Demon Finn, new Intercontinental Champion. And I don't think the match will be very long. Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. Now, this is where I get into starting to, to get into some muddy waters. Because all the dirt sheets are talking about, you know, oh, is Baron Corbin actually going to be there, be in the match, you know? Oh, John Cena is scheduled to have a mystery opponent at WrestleMania. Oh, this and that, this and that. You know, I think maybe maybe John Cena interrupts Elias again. But who knows? So deep down in my heart, I think I wish that John Cena would come out here and wrestle Kurt Angle in Kurt Angle's final match and come full circle, take a shot, Nate, uh, for, you know, not only John Cena's career, but Kurt Angle's career as well. Because as we know, uh, Kurt Angle is John Cena's first first opponent. And Cena hasn't had a match on WWE TV since, I don't know, last year, 
I can't remember the last time we we saw Cena. I know he had a match with Elias at I think it was an MSG show, and he debuted that stupid lightning fist. Oh God. Um. <clears throat> so if we either way, I think Kurt Angle is going to go out on top and uh, close off his career with a win. Have a big crying celebrating moment in the ring. And then have a coronation on Monday Night Raw. And me being a big, big Kurt Angle fan since day one-ish, there'll probably be a few uh, a few tears. So, moving on to The Miz versus Shane McMahon. Falls count anywhere. Honest to God, I'm going to tune out of this match. I'm, I'm going to leave my house. Might just go for a walk around the block because I absolutely despise The Miz and Shane. And the fact that they're taking time off of WrestleMania having a having a match. Their feud is stupid. Their tag team title run was stupid. Uh, like, I'm not sold on the Miz as a baby face. He'll always be a chicken shit heel to me. He will always be a conniving dastard. The heel he's a better heel than he is a face. This is no better than his babyface run with Ric Flair in 2013 when the Miz started using the figure four. Ugh. I'm sorry I reminded you all about that. So, despite that, The Miz is going to win here. Uh, Shane's going to try and jump off of something stupid. Miz is going to get out of the way and cover him. And then on SmackDown, Shane's going to fire The Miz. And then The Miz will get drafted to Monday Night Raw. Because the week after, on the 15th and 16th, is the International Superstar Draft. Hopefully The Miz gets sent to NXT UK so I never see him again. You know, since I like NXT UK, I don't watch it every week. I don't have the network. Um, the network. <clears throat> Excuse me. No holds barred. Triple H versus Batista. We have Triple H's in-ring career on the line, despite the fact last year he wrestled like two matches. Uh, okay. So Batista has beaten Triple H in every other match they've been in. So. H is going to get his his win back here. You know, Batista's going to end his career on his terms, as he said. So, this is this has been an interesting build, you know, because Batista just came out of nowhere, attacked, excuse me, Ric Flair on his birthday, and then it's like, do I have your attention now, Hunter? <gasps> so that was a cool moment, and just this week on Raw, where Batista just goes into his hometown of Washington, D.C., gets in the ring, points to the Titan, trying to his own vignette about beating Triple H, and then just says, kiss my ass, Hunter, and leaves. That's that's perfect heel work. You know, he's not sitting in the ring in a chair, all wrapped up in bandages, crying, talking about he's quitting. The cocky heel Drax the Destroyer, Batista. I love it. As much as I want to see Batista win here and destroy Triple H, H is getting his win back, and then I guess Batista either goes away or he closes off his in-ring career as well. Uh, maybe they have like an, another evolution moment on Raw or SmackDown. Who knows? So, Triple H. Next, the WWE title on the line with the new Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. Now, this match has just so much full circle in it. Take a shot, Nate. It has so much irony in it with 
a couple it was about was it four four or five years ago now where Daniel Bryan was in the midst of his yes movement and getting the crowd on his side and getting the title shot at WrestleMania 30. Yeah, five years ago. Holy crap. Um Kofi Kingston is in that spot Daniel Bryan was, and Daniel Bryan is on the heel side of it now, which is just the best full circle moment. Take a shot, Nate. Um like ever. So that being said, Kofi Kingston is going to win the WWE title here. He's going to be the first African American WWE champion. Now, I don't see his title reign lasting very long because Big E is going to turn on Kofi. Not at me. I don't see it happening at Mania. I hope to God it doesn't happen at Mania because I want Kofi to have his moment, to have his his title. So maybe there's like a whodunit angle on SmackDown or there's a uh, number one contender thing or there's something. There's going to be a way for Big E to turn on Kofi and I think it's going to happen soon after Kofi wins the title. So, Though there's a small part of me that, that suspects it might happen at Mania. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm still sticking with my guns and picking Kofi. The Universal title on the line, Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. I'm just going to blurt it out. Seth Rollins, please, for the love of God, get the title off of Brock Lesnar. Seth Rollins can take it. I don't care if Roman Reigns wins the title on Monday Night Raw the next night. Get the title off of Brock immediately. Seth Rollins will win the title. Oh, but that means Becky Lynch is going to lose the main event because two baby faces. No, no, it doesn't. Speaking of the main event, Becky Lynch is winning the winner-take-all against Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Historic women's main event. First time ever. Like, I'm just so amazed that this is happening in a good way. I, I love that the women are finally getting a chance to shine on the main event. You know, uh, last night I was listening to the the Gift of Podcast, Mance Chapel. Big shout-out to, uh, to Good Brother Mance there. Uh, you do a great show. Um, he's been covering the death of WCW lately on his podcast. And he was talking about um, the David Arquette incident. Yes. You know, remember David Arquette, former WCW champion. And there was you know, some, some things in that show where there was a uh, Tammy Sitch, AKA Sonny against uh, Paisley, AKA Queen Charmel and just everything in that match, you know, the cat fight, the panty shots and the, you know, the camera shots going right up, right up the skirts and whatnot, and just how far we've come since then. I mean, we've had women wrestling in gravy. We had swimming pools. We had Trish barking like a dog. We had HLA. We had live sex celebration. We had all these horrible, degrading things against uh, being booked by the women. And then, a, then about a couple of years ago, we see, we see Paige, AJ Lee, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Bailey, all these names come up and to finally start taking women seriously. I remember the the hashtag give divas a chance. I mean, at the time I was pretty indifferent about it because it was only like it was the Bellas versus like whoever, and I'm like not a big Bellas fan, so I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then when I saw these these women on NXT, I'm just like, okay, I'm sold. I am s- finally sold on women's wrestling and then just this past year or two discovering 
know, Jordan Grace and uh, Tessa Blanchard and Allie and Rosemary. Like, I, I am just loving it that women's wrestling is finally taking seriously, that this is the main event of WrestleMania. And Becky Lynch is going to win here, get both titles. They're going to have the four horsewomen moment at the end of the show to close the show. And then eventually either at Survivor Series or maybe maybe even WrestleMania next year, we'll get that uh, horsewomen, you know, Becky, Charlotte, Sasha, and Bailey versus Ronda Rousey, Marina Shafir, Jessamyn Duke, and Shayna Baszler. Uh, I think... Duke and Shafir need a lot more time in developmental to even come close to being ready for a big stage match like this, because right now they're, they're awful. I'm sorry, but they're not good. Um, a little bit more training, a little bit more time in the ring, a little bit more time against, you know, great opponents, you know, like, uh, everyone else in NXT women's division, you're, uh, Candice, like Candice LeRae or the, um, Oh, it was Io Shirai and Carrie Zane and Bianca Belair. There's a there's enough great women down there who can help them come up. And I'm confident that they'll they'll get better. But right now just they they need they need time. They need training. They need some coaching. So that'll that'll do it for my WrestleMania prediction video. Uh I'm sorry, not video. I hope to God, because I'm not wearing a shirt. And I'm sorry for uh for the mental image, everybody. So Thank you very much for listening. I will be live tweeting during during NXT TakeOver and during WrestleMania. So tune in, just tune in for that and uh, help me enjoy the show. Like, share, subscribe, etc. Uh, uh, Nate the effing great, take a shot, full circle. Tip of the crown to the kings and to everyone at the Rant with Ant Gala. Have fun tonight. Maybe I'll see you on Twitch towards the end of the show. Anywho, God bless you. Have a wonderful day.